You're listening to A Perspective in Black and White with your host, Wayne Perryman, author, lecturer, researcher, and film producer. And now, here is Dr. Wayne Perryman. Thank you for joining us in another segment of A Perspective in Black and White. The primary purpose of these podcasts is to focus solely on the relationships between blacks and whites in America and to provide factual information that is not commonly known or seldom ever talked about. Today's topic is comparing the black experience with other groups. Over the years, a number of groups have suffered from various forms of discrimination, and oftentimes they have compared their experience with the African-American experience. Now, although their experience were, well, to some degree, quite similar, their experience only represented a small portion of what the African-Americans were forced to go through. It's interesting to note that many of the groups who claim that they were victims of discrimination, and most of them were, they themselves had a history of discriminating against blacks. For instance, the Native Americans who experienced their share of discrimination, they owned 4,000 black slaves, and the Spaniards, and Latino-speaking nations, they were also involved in the African slave trade. Our neighboring country of Mexico had over 200,000 slaves. DNA experts report that because of slavery, Mexican natives have 5% of African-American DNA in their gene pool. In a recent internet chat discussion, a young Latino girl indicated that within the Latino community, their generation, they are encouraged to marry light-complected Latinos instead of dark ones. Now, neither Mexico or the Native Americans have ever apologized to blacks for their involvement in the enslavement of African-Americans. Instead of apologizing, Native Americans have been reluctant to give blacks the land that their slave ancestors were legally entitled to. You see, in 1887, Congress passed the Dawes Act, and in 1898, the Curtis Act giving the slaves of Native Americans and their descendants land allotments, just like the land allotments that they gave to the Native American slave owners. But many tribal courts have consistently rejected claims by African American descendants who sought to obtain the land on behalf of their slave ancestors. Now, one would think that Native Americans would be 
sensitive to their black brothers and sisters, given the fact that they both have some things in common. In 1830, under the Indian Removal Act, Native Americans were forced to leave their homeland and travel 2,000 miles to live on reservations. African Americans, they were forced to leave their homeland as well, their homeland of Africa, and travel 5,000 miles across the Atlantic to work on plantations. On the Trail of Tears, which is the road that they travel to get to the reservations, approximately 15,000 Native Americans lost their lives. En route to America, several million blacks lost their lives in the Middle Passage while being packed on unsanitary slave ships lying in their own urine, feces, and vomit throughout the five-week journey. One of the biggest differences between the two ethnic groups Native Americans and African Americans, is that Blacks have never owned Native Americans as slaves. Women were also faced with discrimination. For years, women were denied the right to vote and discouraged from showing an interest in male-dominated careers. However, history reveals that white women have been treated much better than black women as seen in the movie Hidden Figures. During slavery, black women were raped by their slave masters. Their children were sold to other plantations. They were forced to do hard work in the fields just like their black male counterparts. They were beaten, abused, and used as breeding machines to produce more slaves. Black women were fully aware that their white counterpart was treated much better than themselves. The black women, they wept and cried when their children were torn from their arms and sold to other plantations, and they watched and cried when their sons, daughters, and husbands were hung from the trees and burned to death. After the passage of the 19th Amendment, giving women the right to vote, black women in the South, they were still denied the right to vote. Many were required to take tests and to pay poll taxes. Other black women were sterilized to reduce the number of future black voters, and many were beaten when they attempted to vote at the polls. While white women are trying to break the glass ceiling to get ahead today, millions of oppressed black women are still trying to just get to the top of the staircase. Unlike many of the immigrants who chose voluntarily to come to America to seek a better life. Blacks were taken from their homeland 
and brought here against their will. Millions died in inhumane holding forts in Africa while waiting for the cargo ships to bring them to this country. And as stated before, millions died en route to America in the Middle Passage. Unlike the immigrants who voluntarily came here, when blacks arrived, there were a number of laws and policies that were designed to deny them citizenship and to keep them as slaves. The new immigrants of other races never were classified as three-fifths of a person by the Constitution, nor were they classified as mere property by the United States Supreme Court. Now, most of us know that the Asians, the Native Americans, the Latinos, the Jews, the gays, and women as individual groups, they have never had all of the following to happen to them simultaneously while living in America. First of all, they never served as slaves for over 200 years, then forced to drink at separate drinking fountains, forced to sit in the back of buses, and to use separate restrooms. They were refused service from restaurants, banned from hotels, forced to enter the back door, forced to sit in the balconies of theaters and in courtrooms. They were forced to start their own elementary schools, high schools, and colleges because their group was not allowed to go to schools with whites. They were banned from living in certain neighborhoods, cheated out of cotton crops as sharecroppers, fought in a segregated military, had their churches bombed and their communities burned to the ground. Thousands were hung from trees without a trial. Others killed to keep them from voting. They were used in medical experiments to study sexual habits. They were scientifically classified as illiterate. They were beaten, burned, and mutilated, terrorized by terrorist organizations, denied medical treatment, denied employment opportunities, denied bank loans, denied equal justice, and having negative images of their race portrayed and promoted in school books and in advertising campaigns. And they had a multitude of federal and state laws passed against them to deny them their constitutional rights simply because of the color of their skin. Things were so bad that blacks had to produce a green book so they would know where to eat and sleep when they traveled to other towns and cities. Now, in no way is this segment trying to diminish or discount the suffering or the impact of discrimination 
that it had on other groups, but rather to say that as a whole, blacks have experienced everything that they have experienced collectively and so much more. And it's interesting to note that many other groups mentioned in this segment, whom were once themselves victims of discrimination, they have at one time or another either owned blacks as slaves or have discriminated against blacks themselves, but have never, ever apologized. Thank you for joining us in another segment of A Perspective in Black and White. God bless. You've been listening to A Perspective in Black and White with your host, Dr. Wayne Perryman. If you're enjoying the program, be sure to share it with a friend. You can find us on Facebook at Wayne Perryman, and you can visit us online at www.godshumanity.com.